We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Big news. The Almanac is officially back. The most exhaustive and comprehensive guide to the 2023-24 college basketball season is available for pre-order now. If you go to cbbalmanac.com, link is in the description below, you can pre-order for just $15.99 or 20% off the sticker price. The format is going to be a little bit different this season. Instead of an 850-page PDF, you'll be getting access to the full site with league-by-league PDFs available for download. The preview will be live on September 20th, so you have until then to be able to get your pre-orders in. So for insight for all 362 Division I teams from their head coaches and the experts that cover them, make sure you hit that link. It's the Field of 68's off-season grades series continued. And, Oster, I am excited for this one. It's the North Carolina Tar Heels. More turnover than any other team that I've looked at this off-season. Let's just read the names. I need to catch my breath before this. Here we go. Caleb Love is out. Pete Nance is out. Leaky Black is out. Puff Johnson is out. Dontrez Styles is out. Tyler Nickel is out. Justin McCoy is out. Will Shaver is out. DeMarco Dunn is out. Coming back, Armando Baycott, R.J. Davis. You may remember those two from the national championship game a couple years ago. Seth Trimble and Jalen Washington. That's four returning Tar Heels in total. And as far as newcomers go, a lot of high-profile names here. Elliot Cadeau, reclassified. He's coming in as a freshman. Zayden High is the other member of that class. And then you got Paxson Wojcik from Brown, Jalen Withers from Louisville, Cormac Ryan from Notre Dame. And the big transfer, in my opinion, Harrison Ingram from Stanford, former five-star kid. I have no idea where to even begin with this, Rob. I feel like, let's be honest, it comes back to Caleb Love. Where do you start with this entire messy offseason the Tar Heels have had? So I I am higher on North Carolina than a lot of people are. I feel better about this offseason than I think a lot of people do. Um, I actually don't hate what they did this off season. And I think if you, if you think about it in kind of what, instead of looking at the exact names, think about what Hubert Davis was trying to do as he rebuilt this roster, right? What he was trying to do was one, uh, move on Caleb love. And I think that moving on Caleb love, having Caleb love hit the transfer portal, um, letting him go get a fresh start is probably going to be the best thing for both parties. I think that if you are 
Hubert Davis, and you say, I have Armando Baycott and I have RJ Davis, you have two guys that are like arguably top eight players at worst in the ACC, right? I think Armando Baycott, when he's at his best, is as good as any big man this side of Hunter Dickinson and Zach Eady in college basketball, right? I think RJ Davis, uh, because of who his backcourt mate was, is probably the most underrated guard in college basketball. He's a stud, dude. He is very, very, very good. Um, and allowing him to have more of a go-to scorer role, especially with Elliot Cadeau in the backcourt, I think is really important. Um, so if you're Hubert Davis and you're saying, these are my two dudes and I'm going to ride with my two dudes and then fill out around them a bunch of guys that can shoot, a bunch of guys that are going to be able to defend and a bunch of guys that can be uh, kind of versatile pieces. And you look at it that way. I think that he found a way with Paxson Wojcik, who shoots the shit out of it with Cormac Ryan, who shoots the shit out of it with Harrison Ingram, uh, who is a good shooter with Jalen Withers, who was able to make threes in his career. You added a bunch of guys that can be versatile, a bunch of guys that can play different positions, a bunch of guys that can do the things defensively you would want a modern team to do in terms of Withers and Her- uh, and Ingram specifically at like the three slash four spot. Um, losing the leaky black is like low key an enormous loss for them because of what he could provide defensively. And I think that just in theory, Withers and Ingram can kind of make up for a little bit of that loss. Um, so I do like what... Hubert did this offseason to try to kind of rebuild the team and rebuild the culture. Um, having said all of that, uh, it's a risk, right? Like there's, it's definitely not something where you look at this and say, like, these aren't just home run additions. Like this is absolutely going to work. But I think if you have core culture guys in Armando and RJ, you have your two studs in Armando and RJ, and you just kind of fill out the pieces around those two dudes. I think it works. I think North Carolina is going to be a top 20 team this season. I think they got better from where they were last season. I think that uh, they are going to be closer to what they were the year they made the run to the national championship game than what they were last season when they missed the NCAA tournament. I'm in on this team. I like them. I like the roster. I don't think that they are going to push Duke for an ACC regular season title. But I think that they can beat Duke on their home floor if things go the right way. So I, I like this North Carolina team and two and and I've been high on them. Like I'm not just saying this because I'm the I'm the happy go lucky, like I give the good grades and Greg gives the bad grades and plays the bad guy. Like I'm legitimately in on this North Carolina team. I'd have them as a top 15 to 20 team in college basketball in the preseason. Yeah, we didn't sign up for good cop, bad cop here, even if that's how it's playing out. If you're watching all these videos back to back here, I want to flip one thing you said. You said you, you think in general, it was a bit of a risk this offseason. I don't think there was a huge risk with what happened here. I mean, they cleaned house, for lack of a better term. Hubert said, we're going to completely gut this. I don't think that's a risk whatsoever. I think the risk would have been saying, let's do this all again. We, we've seen two seasons of pretty mediocre regular season basketball missing the tournament last year with all that talent that they had to do this. Now, even though we say they cleaned house, they also brought back their two best players, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And you can you can argue about where Caleb Love fell in that conversation, but uh, I desperately want to see what R.J. Davis looks like not next to Caleb Love. I think we know what Armando Baycott is. I don't expect him to look much different. He doesn't need to look different to be a, a superstar in college basketball. But the pieces around those two, 
make a lot more sense to me this year than they have the last two years, even though they made a national championship run two years ago, as crazy as that sounds. Now, what I do think could have been better this offseason, in my opinion, is just that I, I think I'm a little surprised. I don't know if it's good or bad, but I'm surprised that North Carolina wasn't more heavily involved in some of the higher profile names that hit the transfer portal. I just sat back at a broader sense and and view the Tar Heel brand as one that I wouldn't expect like Paxson Wojcik to be the first ad in the offseason, right? And look, Harrison Ingram is a huge name. No disrespect to Paxson Wojcik. That was a pretty targeted shot there. Um, like I like all of these ads on paper individually. I just am a little surprised. Like I, there were some superstars. Let's just call it what it is. There were some superstars that hit the portal this offseason. I don't necessarily think North Carolina got one unless Harrison Ingram takes a step forward and becomes that. Now, the flip side of that is do they need superstars, right? They went the superstar model. Caleb Love was supposed to be that. It didn't work. Maybe they just needed role players. Maybe this is the puzzle pieces that fit for the first time around Armando Baycott in his entire North Carolina tenure. I'm kind of buying it, to be honest, which feels weird to me. If you had to pick one guy here, I'm, well, I'm gonna, I just want to, I, I, I love what you, I, the, I think the point that you made there is, is an important one. And um, I'm going to circle it back to, you made this point on a different recording, but I'm going to circle it back to to UConn's offseason last year when they had four guys transfer out. They brought a core four players back and then they went out and they very pointedly went after players to fill specific roles from the portal. None of the guys that they pulled out of the portal, Naheem Aline, um, Tristan Newton, none of these guys were like top five portal guys. None of them really moved the needle all that much when they landed the commitments, but betting on the players that they had on the roster and kind of saying that uh, we're going to be able to um, the, our guys in house are going to get better and we need to put pieces around them. I think is uh, kind of what we're seeing right now with this North Carolina team. And I see a lot of parallels to that, right? If that makes sense. So yeah, makes um, sense. I get what you're saying. As far as, uh, as far as X factors are concerned, like, there's so many, man. Like <laughs> the like the entire like North Carolina is an X factor. Yeah, you like, can't pick many. a position here. That's your that's normal what they approach. are. Well, it, I mean, uh, positions, players, whatever. It, like, there's just there is the, the the entire roster is is an X factor. But if you want to go into something specifically, I would say that it's Elliot Cadeau. And the reason I say that is because he is a super talented point guard. And I think that if you put him alongside R.J. Davis and Armando Baycott. You have a guy that doesn't need shots to be really, really impactful in theory. Um, he could be a guy like you have a guy that is going to get other people great looks. Uh, you have um, someone that is going to make life easy for everybody else on the roster. You put like, let's just say that Harrison Ingram shoots 38% from three. Cormac Ryan shoots 39% from three. You got RJ Davis out there. You got Armando Baycott out there and Elliot Cadeau. All of a sudden you have someone that is going to be able to get it to any one of your scores and your dangerous players in a position to make it work. Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one, and man, that could not 
be more true. It's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of February and the month of March when you are in my business. And AG1 was exactly the supplement that I needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional bases for the day. I've continued that into April. I've continued that into May, and I'm going to continue that the rest of the summer. All I have to do is mix a scoop of AG1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and I'm ready to go. Do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But how often do up uh, do reclassified freshmen have the impact that we expect them to have, especially in the day and age where like freshmen don't even have that big of an impact, period. Right. You look at I think it was the last two years, 20 percent of the top 100 freshmen average double figures, where 65 or so percent of the top 100 transfers average double figures. So. Um, if we are putting that much on Elliot to Cadeau to come in day one as a reclass point guard, feels a little bit like the 2015 season when we asked Derek Thornton to do too much for Duke as a reclass point guard, and that didn't end up going well. So, um, to me, if, if there's a spe- everyone's an X factor, but if there's a specific player to highlight, it's Cadeau. 
Yeah, I, I like that call out. He was on my list. I feel like there's three different ways you could go for X Factor. Cadeau's one. I'm terrified of reclass point guards in general. I'm glad you brought up the downside of that. I just think more often than not, those really don't work out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think RJ Davis, like I'm I'm just so curious. I'm so curious what Davis looks like when it's his backcourt and he's not Robin to Caleb Love's Batman. And I love RJ's game. I always have. Maybe that's because I just loved his efficiency next to a really inefficient guy. (laughs) But I'm very curious what that looks like stepping forward. Like, does he get more volume? He already had a lot of volume. Is he like now Caleb Love volume, but a little more efficient? I don't know. Um, And if Cadeau is good, it makes his life a lot easier. I think the most interesting thing about North Carolina in general, and I don't know how this impacts X factor, but like, there's so many different variations of what their lineup can be that it really just allows whoever the best five players are to become mm-hmm. what Hubert goes to. Like you could tell me Cadeau's incredible and you just surround him with shooters and that team's great. You could tell me Cadeau's unplayable and RJ Davis plays point guard, but Harrison Ingram takes a real step forward and he's now an ACC superstar. I would buy that. Like I think there's a lot of different versions of what this team can be. And look, they lost how many guys? Nine guys. No disrespect to any of the nine. Everybody knows I'm the biggest Pete Nance fan in the world. I don't know how many of those nine guys I would say are good college basketball players, or at least were last season. I feel like the group that is in has more in the group that is in than the group that is out for Carolina. What are your expectations for this group? You kind of hinted at it. You don't expect them to challenge Duke for the title, but you do expect they could win the game. In general, can this team compete for anything important in college basketball? Yeah, I don't think that anyone else can win the ACC regular season title because I think Duke is absolutely loaded and has two of the top five players in the sport in Tyrese Proctor and Kyle Filipowski, point blank period. Um, I think North Carolina should expect to be, uh, at minimum, the third best team in the ACC, depending on how you feel about Miami, and should be right there in the mix for finishing uh, in that spot behind Duke. I think that they should feel very good about making a run in an ACC tournament title. I think that they should feel good about one getting to the tournament two winning a game and three uh, getting to the second weekend. And for me, if I'm setting the expectations for this team, I would say it's, it's winning a game in the one getting to the tournament and winning a game. But uh, you know, if we're, if we're talking about how good I think they actually are, they should be a second weekend team in my mind. Okay. I, I am very intrigued by this because <laughs> you keep saying you think you're higher on North Carolina than most. I think I'm higher on Carolina than you are. Like, I, I think this team can make a final four. I think this team can win. Yeah, the ACC. I really do. I don't know where that leaves them as far as expectation. I kind of like, oddly enough, I kind of like that the expectation is dumbed down a little bit. I'm sure Carolina fans would tell me it's not, but like nationally, it feels like there's not this pressure on Carolina that there certainly was one off season ago when I was making graphics that had them listed as the best team in the country. That won't happen this year. I think that's a very good thing for Hubert Davis and this group. Let's give them a grade, Rob. I, uh, I'm very excited to hear what yours is. And I think you're going to like mine too. What's your grade? Uh, I am going with an A. I can't quite go A plus. I, I wanted to go A plus. I can't quite go A plus, but I'm going to give him an A. You you reclass Elliot Cadeau, who I think has a chance to be really good. I think you went into the portal and targeted four guys that could do a job for you. And most importantly, what do we always say? Uh, shout out to Trilly Donovan. Sometimes the best gets 
are the ones already on your roster. And they got Armando Baycott back. They got RJ Davis back. And you know who they didn't get back? Caleb Love. I don't think you can do much better than that in an offseason. You're going to be shocked by this. I'm giving Carolina an A+. Rob, I think this was my favorite offseason that any team had in the country. It it really was. I thought I I was high though, man, but maybe I need to get higher. Listen, if you if you put me in Hubert's shoes, if I could sit here with an Xbox controller and just play franchise mode with this North Carolina roster, every single move they made is the move I would make. Every single one from the start till now. Uh, like I said, I like if you want to get super nitpicky, I think you could have gotten maybe a better wing than Paxson Wojcik. I get why he's here. I don't think they needed more star power. I just don't. I think they needed shooting. They got shooting. I think they needed at least an option at point guard in case RJ doesn't work. Enter Elliot Cadeau. I've always loved Harrison Ingram. I think there's an untapped level to his game. And most importantly, I think RJ Davis is going to be one of the best three guards in the country next year. And you're finally going to see what it looks like when he's not sharing the ball with a guy who's just not that fun to play with. So congratulations, North Carolina. Uh, we're very excited, and this now gives us the right to, you know, keep nitpicking and shaming you when North Carolina ultimately underachieves again. That's what we like to do sometimes <laughs> as media members, folks. If you want more from our off-season grade series, go to our YouTube channel, click subscribe while you're over there, please. We put a lot of work into these videos, believe it or not. It's not just Rob and I clicking a button and being like, hey, good cop, bad cop. So uh, hopefully you enjoy them, and we will see you next time. Peace.